The InvinoFab podcast brings meaningful conversations to our community of listeners. Part of this is sharing stories with and by our friends like Telesom, who want to bring meaningful experiences to you. At Telesom, we're on a mission to create meaningful work for sommeliers, meaningful connections for wine lovers, and to change the face of wine. For this season of InvinoFab, we're honored to raise a glass with sommeliers who want to share their wine secrets and knowledge with you. For this season of InvinoFab, we're collaborating with Telesom to fill your cup and your ear with sommelier stories, uncorking the wine tales. Well, Patrice, we've reached the end of our Psalm story saga is what I think for the InvinoFab podcast this season. Yes. And I thought it was amazing. I learned so much from each of the interviews that we had. It's just all kind of swirling around in my brain. Yeah. Like a wine glass swirl. I think this is a great opportunity to spend some time to think about um, the conversations were just so rich and we really try to do our best in partnering with Telesom to share the stories of sommeliers, as well as just ask random questions that we never get a chance to. So we hope that you all have enjoyed learning and listening and getting your taste buds tantalized by wine you want to drink, because I think there's just so much um, depth and goodness that was shared by all the six Psalms who joined us on this journey. So thank you very much to Vanessa for introducing us from the Telesom app to Brielle, Tash, Kelly, Christopher, Katerina. We had such an amazing time talking with them. And one of the things that really came through in each of their stories, in addition to them reinforcing the fact that in wine there is story, is um, you know one of the goals and mission of the Telesom app is access and letting people know that you know you don't need to spend a lot of money on wine. You don't need to be an expert. Um, You know, wine wine is for everyone. And so those were some of my big takeaways was really that idea of um, access to wine. And I also also thought some of the um, scenarios that they shared around how you think about like cost and quality questions you should ask when you go into a wine store were really helpful. Yeah, we really want to like the catchword. I, I love to tell us on Twitter handles like liberate your senses. We want to liberate your conceptions and misconceptions, maybe about wine and the world of wine and people who work in the industry because no one sommelier has the same pathway of how they learn, where they've come from, and their experiences. And so Telesom is really uh, customizing wine experiences for all of you in the comfort of your home or another place to bring it in and open the door to things and places and people and libations you've never tried. And I love the idea of the app um, creating an openness for people from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, um, whether it's race, class, gender. We see so many people in the wine world just not represented. So I'm really grateful that Telesom is an app that curates both experiences, but also really quality sommeliers that don't show the typical wine world um, that shows up really white, um, highly male dominated. So it's really neat to see some different voices and faces coming to the table on this app. And we're just really grateful for the opportunity that um, Vanessa had to introduce us to these sommeliers to share what the wine world looks like, because it's not just at a table or in a restaurant, or it's not always just in a vineyard as well. 
Yes. And thinking about the vineyards, um, I really, really enjoyed listening to some of the stories of the places that they've traveled and tasted wine. And I found myself constantly Googling different regions and um, areas that they've mentioned. And while I definitely associate wine with Italy, many of the regions that were mentioned, I was not familiar with. So I'm already hopefully planning a trip soon. But I also learned a lot about wine in the U.S. Like I had no idea um, that Detroit, um, you know, was was a wine area. We learned about Durham, North Carolina, Atlanta. Um, I found that really, really um, interesting as well when we think about that access piece. And, you know, some of the cities within the U.S. that you wouldn't necessarily think were wine hubs, so to speak. And some of the distinctions we learned about. Between yeah, before you jump to that, oh, I was yep. just want to say something about the regions. I think we miss a, miss have some assumptions that wine's only in California, and it's mm-hmm. only a Sonoma and Napa thing. And I I do think wine is everywhere, and so I think it's just being willing to explore. Not all of it will be great, but some of it might just be tasty. And I think um, dropping that snooty or snobbiness around where your wine is from, and like you said, the cost is not always quality. It's really what you like and what you taste. And I love that each of the Psalms did customize and wrap around um, their interest and tailor it to like the experiences of the customers. So people coming into any sort of virtual tasting with them really are um, asking them, like, what do you taste? Really asking the clients, what do you smell? What does this remind you of? What would you have it with? And kind of opening up that conversation. Like you open up a bottle of wine, you're really opening up the conversation around wine to say, mm-hmm. it's not just about the alcohol. It's about the experience, who you're with, what you're eating, what you're doing, um, what would be best paired with that. And I really love that we could dig into anywhere in the world that you could do this. Um, but we have some assumptions in the U S at least where we're situated that there's only a couple places that do it well. And we know that's not true. There's more beyond, uh, Oregon and California that we should explore and taste. Yeah. And the idea of being bold when it comes to drinking wine, I think many of us, myself included, you find one or two wines that you like, and you just gravitate towards that. And I really appreciated the encouragement to be open to try something new and to go in and trust the the sommelier or the 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 wait staff or the bartender and to kind of learn you know to your point like what are kind of the the tastes that you like the aspects and attributes of different wine and to be able to describe those and then be open to what they what they bring you um and so i've definitely been trying that and i've had some that I didn't like, but I was glad I tried and some new wines that I've been exploring that I really liked. So wait, that was, wait, wait, are you saying that you put down your red glass for some white? Well, these were different kinds of reds. So okay. we'll get you, we'll get you there. <laughs> yeah. We're working on the whites, working on the whites. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I love that. Like it made us think like we know some things, but we're not experts by any means. And it really, distinguished between what we know and what we assume about wine. And Mm -hmm. I love that um, the Psalms also 
besides wine, love other drinks, right? So they're always comparing it to other mm-hmm. flavors that they'll, they'll drink. So a couple were into whiskey, a couple are into coffee, um, some like beer, believe it or not. And that was the big debunking, like tasting yeah. in general is a sensual experience and they taste other things because they need to know what to compare it to, what to bring it with, uh, what to make suggestions for and to talk to anyone they're sipping wine and join with, whether it's family, friends, or a customer on the app. And we also talked a bit about um, different um, distinctions that I wasn't as aware of, like the difference between Chianti and Chianti Classico, and really like geographically, you know, what distinguishes those two, Um, and the different kinds of bubbles, which I've often wondered about. I know sometimes you know, a, a mimosa will be with champagne. Sometimes it'll be with Prosecco, sometimes Cava. So it was really interesting to learn and hear about some of the differences between those. Yeah. I love that Christopher went into bubbles because he was a big bubble person. I love that Katarina could tell us about the different regions of Italy because she's lives there and travels around and travels through wine. And I love that when Tesh said, I don't actually travel physically with wine, but I can travel with a bottle. It reminded us about um, that these experiences do take a journey for different people. So you said there's story in wine. There's also some travel and journey, like where do you want to taste from and what do you want to learn? And you could choose to like, you know, not think about anything about the bottle, but it's made me think more around where things are made, who's making it, what kind of producer? Is it a small producer? Is it a big vendor? What's the difference now? Um, what's its origin home? And to learn a little bit more about the wine, I because you asked always around taking notes, I did download that wine app and I've started to take photos myself. So I tried to like track what I'm drinking. And the phone app is, we've talked about in a previous episode, but Vivino has been kind of interesting. You take a photo of the label, it comes in, and then you can put your own tasting notes because your taste is the only taste that matters is what I've learned. Yeah. And on that note, um, I also really learned that being a Psalm sounds really fun. Also a lot of work to go through the, the levels that you need to get through to become a Psalm. Um, but it has kind of piqued a wondering about whether that might be a pathway that I might be interested in pursuing or looking at or, you know, or looking, looking into. Yeah. And it's something I, I like kind of thought about before um, reading a couple different books in the area, but I was like, but what would you do with it? And I love that these stories, these Psalm stories just reminded us that a sommelier can be anything you want it to be. If you just want it for your own knowledge and continued wine education and learning and tasting, that's fine. And there's no like right or wrong way. Like there's sommeliers we talked to in the wine distribution industry, people that worked in vineyards, tasting Mm. shops, restaurants, their own kind of lessons in blogging and journalism. There's so many different cool pathways to um, utilize kind of the skills that you get of being a Psalm. And it doesn't have to be, I'm going to work at a high-end fancy restaurant that sells thousand dollar bottles of wine, but um, it could be what you make of it is what I've learned. Yeah. And I loved the unique approach that each of them take um, to the types of services they provide on the app and the different types of offerings that they have. It, it makes me want to book, a, but, you know, book a tasting with um, each of them to have those experiences because 
you can see where you you'll not you know you'll learn something different, different stories. Um, it just it sounds super fun, super fun, and I really encourage people. Even as we're starting to like venture out, you can't necessarily always be with the people that you love, and so it is a great way to gather together and be together. Yeah, and I love that there's other people we heard about. Like I think it's Chris is one of the psalms that does. Um, hip hop and uh, music. And I think of Jets, there's Joe, there's been new songs added to the app. Um, mm-hmm. And this is the perfect time. So this is like us listening for you all to check it out, go and book a tasting, whether it's for one of your holiday or birthday or other events, or if you just can't gather with a team or friends, because you don't live anywhere near each other in this remote virtual working time, we think it's a great way to make those connections, have those reunions and celebrate. But really, it's a visual and uh, all senses tasting, right? So we do um, taste and view and talk and laugh. And so it's a bit of learning, a little bit of laughter, a bit of fun. So we hope you got a sense for that. And I think um, any of the Psalms would be great to book. And they would be keen to have you for one of their upcoming events. So they probably have some events on the app, but they also can customize for whatever your needs are too. Well, Patrice, I think our biggest lesson is we like to also partner with people to collaborate on fun projects. Yes. I, I look forward to um, some future collaborations that we have lined up and sharing those out with our listeners. Yeah. And I learned it's a lot of work. So we're going to take a little break for a while. So if you don't see us in our podcast feeds, uh, we might have one other bonus one with Vanessa because we want to catch up with her again. But if you don't see us for a little while, it's not that we're not podcasting. We're just taking a break for ourselves. Uh, We hope you get to enjoy all the festive holiday seasons to the end of this year. And uh, hey, with uh, anything, we hope you have a glass to raise, uh, some story to read or share, and some people to love around you. Till next time. Cheers. Thanks for listening to an InVino Fab and Telesong production, The Somalia Stories, Uncorking Wine Tales. If you liked this episode, tell a friend to subscribe and leave us a rating review in Apple Podcasts. Telesong brings the psalm to you. Check us out online at telesong.app or on Instagram at telesong.app. We can't wait to meet you.